Hi, I'm Lucy, a spiritual life coach. I'm Cheryl, a fitness and life coach. Welcome to our podcast, Find Your Happy. Every week, we discuss different ideas and techniques to help you live a happier, more purposeful life. So let's get started. If you're a mum that's fed up of feeling whatever you do isn't good enough and you're ready to transform your mindset and gain the confidence to live a life beyond your wildest dreams, then check out our free workshop. There's a link in the show notes and it'll help you discover how to banish mum guilt, burnout and self-doubt and how to manifest the life you've always wanted. So our podcast is all about finding your happy and today Gemma we're going to talk to you about how you found yours and how mm-hmm. you have other people found theirs. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Start with if you tell us a bit about you and what it is that you do that's okay. Yeah okay so um, my name is Gemma and um, I'm a clairvoyant life coach and I'm also an energy healer and I do speaking engagements, like motivational, inspirational speaking engagements. Um, and I tend to work with people who have experienced a trauma and who are, I guess, sort of realise that their life doesn't fit for whatever reason and they want to find something that's a bit more fulfilling. So first of all, what is a clairvoyant life coach and what does that Okay. So I am a clairvoyant medium, so I can sit and give you a reading and connect to, you know, your loved ones that have passed. But whenever it comes to my life coaching, um, it's really useful because it helps me connect with people in a way that a lot of people aren't always able to, Mm -hmm. um, because I can see things about that person and I'm past information about that person that really helps me help them. And it might be information the, about their blocks and emotions and things like that that they're not even maybe aware of themselves but also if they've got like confidence issues things like that all of that is passed to me um and likewise if they're saying yeah I didn't do that because I haven't had time but really they haven't done the task because of a issue around confidence or belief or something like that I get that information as well so it just helps me help them a lot easier that is really interesting yeah it's very Mm. unique I've never um come across the two combined together before yeah must be so useful yeah it's really like it's so helpful it's incredibly helpful I think the the downside is that sometimes you can uncover things about a person that are very very personal but at the same time I don't need to make them aware all the time that I have the information but just having it enables me to then help them a little easier that is that is so interesting because it's like nobody can lie to you can they yeah I know (laughs) I'm like I'm literally the coach that you can't hide from yeah do you you warn people of this when they when they say yeah 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 I do (laughs) (laughs) I think it's I think it helps people as well I think decide because if sometimes people go into coaching because they think they have to like you probably get that yourselves they feel that they need to do something but they're maybe not completely bought into it 
Um, but whenever they know that actually they're not going to be able to just coast their way through it, it sort of makes them make a more informed decision, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, it sort of has a bit of a tendency to weed people out as well, which is, is pretty good. And it's, um, it's quite funny because if people have like bad habits and things like that, that they're trying to break away from, um, like I'll get that. I, you know, I had um, somebody who... Um, I was I was being told bacon and I was having their hands slapped and I, I asked them why and um, they <laughs> they were so ashamed and the next thing the hands went up to their face and uh, she said she'd she'd had a full pack of bacon the day before um, she just sat with a loaf of bread <laughs> in the bacon just making sandwich after sandwich <laughs> so yeah it's a uh, it's, it's a bit different. <laughs> That's funny though, so it's like you're not blatantly saying to them, I know yesterday you did this, but you only have to say a word basically. Yeah, like, and then they yeah. connect the dots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you always had this ability or is it something you developed recently? No, so I was always like quite intuitive, like even growing up, I was, there was things that I knew but I didn't know how I come to know them about people. And I worked in recruitment for a really long time. And I remember I used to just pick things up about a person's life, but I didn't really know how I got the information. And it was about, it was about seven and a half years ago. And I had went to clairvoyant myself and it was the first time. And she told me that I was clairvoyant. And I was like, this woman, she is no good she like I just thought she's absolutely rubbish like if I was seeing dead people I would know about it and I just thought yeah I just completely like bummed it off um and then I had cancer in 2018 and I sort of went through and like a spiritual awakening and um it was through going through my own trauma and working through and starting the healing process with myself that I started to like develop and really connect with my spirituality and so I, I developed really I wouldn't say that I've had it although I've had good intuition I wouldn't say that I've had this my whole life wow that's really fascinating that you can um develop that ability mm. later um yeah not know you've yeah not know that you've got it then yeah so, do you yeah think everyone has some sort of ability they can yeah Okay. Yeah, I think everybody has like different skills. Like not everybody will be a clairvoyant. Well, put it this way: it's the same if um you know you could go to the gym, right? We the three of us we could go to the gym. We could sit and lift weights, but not all of us are going to be as good as each other. Yeah. You know, we 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 have different strengths. You know, like Sharon, you might be better at running. Lucy, you might be better at like on the rowing machine, and I might be better on deadlifts. Do you know what I mean? So everybody we're not all made equal like everybody is going to have different strengths and weaknesses um so but I do think that everybody has the ability to develop it as long as they're open to it and they're dedicated to it then without a doubt they can develop a gift wow that's that's interesting to know because we are both very intuitive ourselves Mm -hmm. and um often can read people um quite easily can't Mm we um and I I um i'm drawn towards the tarot cards mm-hmm. you're drawn towards the healing work aren't you yeah maybe we'll get there one day maybe like <laughs> you know what i did the first thing i did actually was join a um, spiritualist church and i started going there and it did take me a little while to really develop but like I, I got a um i actually got a deck of tarot cards 
and I was working with the tarot cards like every day so every single day I was doing at least one reading and it just really developed from there so the first time that I actually connected with spirit and connected to somebody consciously connected to somebody that had passed over was actually when I was doing a tarot reading and the cards helped me connect so you never know (laughs) yeah we'll have to keep going was it someone that you when you connect and it was it was a friend's um uncle Mm -hmm. but I didn't actually know that they'd had an uncle that had passed over and it was only whenever I relayed all of the information to them and I described the man and what he was giving me and the information he was giving me and I knew that it was somebody on his dad's side of the family and he said to me that's my uncle he passed away when I was like little yeah because the man was telling me that he had known him as a baby but he hadn't seen him grow up and so that made perfect sense and it was his dad's brother so do you see would you see the spirit or would you just hear yeah oh you cannot see see them yeah I see them and I hear them and then I'll sometimes like feel emotions and things like that as well so they'll put sort of emotions and feelings on me I have had it before where I felt pain um you know if they were trying to explain to me maybe how they've passed over and they wanted to give me an idea that it was lung cancer I sometimes would get like the pain on my back as well but mostly I see them and I hear them so you've got all the clairs then yeah (laughs) but my, my sight my clairvoyance I would say is my predominant one my hearing is the one I would say that I'm working on developing more at the minute um but my clairvoyance is the strongest when you say you see the spirits, do you mean mm-hmm. you actually see them stood next to you or you can see them in your mind's eye? Okay, so that's really interesting. So I'll see them in my mind's eye, but they could be um, they could be sort of sat in the corner of the room, but I'm still seeing them in my mind's eye, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it so it's so hard to describe. Yeah. But it's do you know if um you know when you took old photographs years ago and you used to get the negatives? Yeah. And if you looked at the negatives, you would be able to see somebody. Um, you wouldn't see like full detail and the freckles and the spots that they had on their face, but you would see the outline. So you would recognize them from some of the things that were in that negative. It's kind of like that, where yeah. I'll see certain features, but if they wanted to um convey to me like that they had something on their face, they sort of show me the specifics, okay. but otherwise I just get a general sort of look of how of how they are and I'll have like have two guides that I work with predominantly and one of them comes in on the right side of my vision so I'll sort of see them in my mind's eye but just sort of here and then I have another one who comes on this side um but in general I predominantly use the right hand side more and if I'm connecting with other people's spirit guides or with like a path a loved one that's passed over I'll see them on this side but I could I could see them like reach out to touch that person but yeah. it's all in my mind's eye that's really interesting yeah sorry when I've done like guided meditations to mm-hmm. like, um spirit guides that type of thing yeah like I know exactly what they look like I'm yeah really vivid but mm-hmm. they're not that they're, they're not really there but you know 100% where they are and that and what they look like it's yeah so yeah it's a same it's the same thing so I have um one that I do um I did that was actually how I first came to meet my spirit guides the first time I did the meditation I sort of got an outline but it was like a black and white 
I didn't really see any color. And then the second time I did it a few months later, I could see the color of her hair and her dress and everything. And then I've done one a few times as well to connect with my guardian angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting to like see that. Like it's, it gives me something and I, it's just, it's amazing. And I, yeah, I, I just love anything like that. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. I probably see more detail whenever I do a meditation than whenever, because whenever I meditate, I'll be able to see full color. Whereas with spirit, I generally don't see color unless the color is relevant. You know, I might see somebody wearing a bright pink okay. jumper, but then I'll know that that color is relevant for whatever reason, that maybe they wore really colorful clothes or, but in general, it's not color that I see. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, I've been told that my um, grandfather's always with me, but mm-hmm. um, when I do do a meditation to meet a spirit guide, um, I always end up um, connecting with a wolf, which is very strange to me um I'm gonna keep going until I (laughs) get to to speak properly (laughs) yeah but maybe maybe that is like your spirit guide maybe your spirit guide is a wolf maybe that's your main guide because we have animal guides as well like I um spent some time with a friend on Friday and she's like she's also very spiritual herself and she's a healer and she's been a healer for many many years and I was able to describe her guide to her. But then the next thing, the guide was like feeding. It looked to me like a wolf, but I heard fox. And he was feeding this fox. And so I knew the fox was connected to her because the fox went and then sat at her feet. Um, and that was the first time actually that I've connected in that way to an animal. So that was that was really, really interesting to see that. So that's how I know that we obviously do have like yeah. guides that are animals as well. So don't discount that. <laughs> So you said something really interesting that you connect to other people's spirit guides. So say mm-hmm. if you're doing a reading for someone, mm-hmm. is it sometimes their spirit guides that are telling? Is it the spirit guides that are telling you the information, or is it the? So mostly the information that I get will be from my guide, but sometimes uh-huh. they're sometimes their guide will like make themselves visible to me. Um, so I've had it where there was a lady had. Well, the guide made themselves visible to me and wanted me to describe them to the lady. And whenever I did that, and she was like, oh my gosh, that's like, that, that is them. That's like what I have seen when I meditate. So it was sort of validating her own beliefs. And I don't always understand why I'm being given the information. I just thought they wanted to explain to her what they looked like. Yeah. Um, but it, it, the real reason was because they wanted to validate because they knew that she had seen it in a meditation. So they, they really just wanted to make sure that she, you know, believed real. in what she'd seen. Yeah. That's the thing. When you meditate, I don't know <laughs> half the time if I'm just making all this stuff up. Yeah. It's <laughs> a wild imagination. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we, we do end up getting information later that then validates yeah these things that you meditate on because you've had it so many times now where yeah had it validated and I I must admit like whenever I first started um like working for spirit it's taken a long time for them to actually validate for me because you do sometimes think like you know I have it so many times and I thought maybe maybe I'm just going a bit crazy maybe (laughs) I need to like literally maybe I just need to be you know on medication or and then something will happen to then like validate what you've been seeing and the information that you're like that you're being given um but I like I still doubt sometimes if I if I've had a day 
like particularly if I've had a day where I'm particularly emotional um, or I'm not feeling very connected, it does sort of make me pull back a little bit and question other things that I have got. Um, whereas whenever I'm super connected and I'm feeling on top of the world, then I don't tend to question it as much yeah, because it just yeah. flows um but yeah like they've had an awful job with me like reaffirming and confirming everything that they give me just to <laughs> to make sure that I believe because it's it's a big like it is a big thing building your confidence up like you say with your meditation you don't know if you're necessarily saying that yeah. and so whenever you sit down to give a bit of information over to somebody you you then start to second guess yourself and you think yeah. oh but what if what if I say something that isn't right or if I say this and then they're really offended because that's not true at all so it does take it takes a lot to really build your confidence on it and to believe in like what you're being given yeah um what what did your family think about this gift is it does it run in the family or no you know my grandma um on my mum's side of the family used to be quite intuitive herself but as far as we're aware, there's been nobody like with the gift going back certainly three generations. Um, my family were a bit like they, they have been supportive, but they've like mostly had a bit of a question mark over it. Yeah. My my grandmother on my dad's side is very, very spiritual and she wholeheartedly believes in all of this. And she used to see a clairvoyant her whole life, really, when she was younger and my dad was younger. But I think the the question mark really starts to come into whether I have the gift because they've known me my whole life like I'm 37 now and I was like mid-30s whenever I started to develop so it's like I've completely changed from the person that I was so it's just believing that that I'm actually you know clairvoyant but they, they do t- they are they are supportive to be fair even, went, even if they're questioning it <laughs> well we get that completely because we're on our yeah. own spiritual journey and our families are sort of uh, dragged along for the ride yeah <laughs> yeah they do yeah, like, like my family get fed up with me talking about stuff uh, <laughs> <laughs> and actually mine mind you as well like mind you as well I think if you're not on that path then you don't really like you don't really get it and you don't really understand it but when you are on that path you want to have like deep and meaningful yeah. spiritual conversations with people and you want to talk about emotions and healing and you know the afterlife and energy and whatever else yeah not everybody wants to hear it which I am learning <laughs> yeah, it can be quite difficult <laughs> we're lucky we've got each other we can talk to yes about. we are yeah yeah um for you as well um Gemma especially you went through a couple of things didn't you um didn't you get divorced and then find out about your breath I did yeah so I I had uh, me and my husband had separated and then it was a week later that I was diagnosed with breast cancer for the first time um and then I sort of had to have a couple of house moves and um, then I was diagnosed with breast cancer again last year um with the recurrent cancer so I've had like I've had quite a few challenges really to overcome in this last few years but I have found that my faith in like spirit and my spirituality has really helped me like come through that all and although my I didn't really get in touch with my spirituality I've always had an interest in spirituality but I think I become really embedded in like the corporate work culture and 
you know, greedy materialism. And I just got to the stage where I didn't really like necessarily the person that I was becoming. So um, whenever the spirituality stuff started to rear its head, it gave me something really good to grasp to, to change my life really and turn my life around for the better. So whenever, sorry, pardon? I wonder if it did it make it more like your family just like, is this just a reaction to these big life yeah. events she's had yeah they're kind of well you know they kind of just thought oh just because I would be quite impulsive anyway like I've <laughs> always been a bit of an impulsive person and they just thought oh this is just another one of her things yeah, so, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah just just another it's just another one of her things but it hasn't really went away um but I think at the same time they sort of think well she's not harming anybody she's happy yeah. so we'll just let her we'll just let her think that she's like speaking to dead people she's fine yeah <laughs> oh, that's exactly how we started out as well yeah. <laughs> we were terrible for getting involved in I know we like it spiritual stuff though yeah there's yeah. so there's so many different things spiritual wise out there isn't there that you can just like yeah know, there's so much to learn yeah. crystals and meditations and spirits and tarot yeah. and cards yeah and- so when Never you're ending. when you're doing readings, do you use anything like tarot or angel cards or anything like that to help with the reading? Yeah. So I used to use my tarot cards. Um, so I've got I have got a deck of oracle cards and um, the spirit animal oracle that I'm really, really connected to. But I I don't use them as often as what I used to. Um, but I think that that's partially a confidence thing because the cards help me connect. Yeah. It's just something that in the card I don't know if it like helps my concentration or something but I'll, I'll pick a card and I'll look at it and then I'll the visuals will just start to flow but as my confidence has come along like the information just flows a lot easier yeah. and whenever I'm in a conversation with somebody I'll just start to get visuals popping up and I won't always know what they mean but they'll come through or I might hear a word or two like bacon <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know I'll start like piecing things together so I think sometimes it depends on the person. Like if I'm not completely at the top of my game on a particular day, the cards will definitely help me connect. Yeah. Um, but also if, if I'm feeling really relaxed and comfortable with someone, like just because I'm more confident, like it will flow a lot easier. Yeah. But I always tend to bring my cards with me, if I'm, especially if I'm going to do a reading for somebody just in case. Yeah. And then I've got them that I can, re- you know, just reach for. So before going back to ages ago, you mentioned a spiritual awakening. What, yeah. what, what does that look like to you? Just for our listeners, how did that work for you? Yeah. So I just, I was going through a period of my life where I'd had like so much upset and trauma and things kind of falling apart. And all of a sudden everything just started falling together, but there was so many things like that just it was just like this big massive coincidence but there was so many of them that I was just like there's something funny going on here and I didn't really know what it was at that point but I just thought there's something weird it's like the universe is conspiring to help me and then I started to see numbers like repeating numbers and I started to get like lots of different synchronicities happen like I I remember one day I was sat on a bus and I thought to myself, because um, I worked in Newcastle City Centre and I, um, I used to get the bus home from work. So I was on the bus and I just thought to myself, oh, wouldn't it be really weird if both of these people got up at the next stop? And they did. And 
I had thought as well, I was walking down, I said, oh, wouldn't it be so funny if I met so-and-so around the corner? And I walked around the corner and they were there. But that was obviously spirit dropping those thoughts into my okay. head to try and like get me to, to realize. And then there was, loads of, there was lots of different like little things like that were happening and then I um I started to get like a buzzing in my ears but it wasn't I knew it wasn't tinnitus and I just instinctively knew from that for some reason that it was spiritual awakening and when I I then started to google spiritual awakening symptoms um and that's what it was and I don't know how I knew that but again it's I just knew um and it was from there that I then started to go to the um the spiritualist church but in between times I sort of had a transformative sort of it was initially like a transformative few weeks really where I seemed to just cry but I knew I wasn't depressed but I was crying and purging Mm. all of this stuff and going for I was just analyzing like all of these different things that had happened in my life for some reason I was sitting questioning them and questioning the meaning of my life and why was I here and why did these relationships not work out you know why did these jobs not work out and I was just questioning everything to try and figure out what was going on in my life um, and it was from there that I came out the other side realizing what my passion was and the direction that I wanted to go and um and and followed it on from there so all of that was part of the spiritual awakening you've got the highs and you've got the the lows as well you just did your own shadow work without even thinking about it yeah I had a time I had my tower moment (laughs) yeah universe yeah at you clearly yeah basically yeah you know and I, I don't think that I would have done the work if I hadn't been pushed into it but then you realize like that things in our life are orchestrated to carefully push us in different directions um and it was so difficult to go through at the time but at the same time I look back now and I think I wouldn't change it for the world because although like it was so difficult and it was so traumatic you know we always we always get something positive from the trauma that we experience even though it's so so difficult for us to go through but even the um something as simple as you working in recruitment that must help loads now with the coaching stuff yeah massively massively because like so much of my career was spent like coaching people for interviews I did leadership coaching then when I um like I had my own recruitment company as well for a few years so like I've spent obviously a lot of time like coaching like the recruitment and the sales teams and um so it was a really natural transition for me to move into life coaching you're learning all these skills over the years even realizing what it's going to lead yeah exactly it's like even um I I remember whenever I used to go to church as a kid and we weren't like a religious family but I used to always go to Sunday school and I can remember dragging my dad to church because they would have asked or does anybody want to read this story or this passage in church on Sunday morning next week and I'd be like me 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 but I wasn't like a particularly outgoing kid but for some reason I just wanted to stand up in front of people and have a microphone and talk <laughs> and um so it makes perfect sense now when I realize obviously the direction that my life has taken yeah. um <laughs> that's, that's that's mad isn't it yeah so just to ask when you say like synchronicities yeah and uh like coincidences keep seeing the same like as if someone's trying to give you a message do you say that that's 
like spirit trying to give you a message or is it the universe? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I think they're both the same thing, really, to me, okay. like spirit and the universe. I would like, well, obviously spirit and the universe, I would just, yeah, I would encapsulate that as the same thing. Um, But to me, it's just like their way of grabbing our attention. Like what, some of the synchronicities and things like that that were happening were like pretty big in my life. Um, like money would come just when I needed it. Um, I had, um, I had, whenever me and my husband were together, I had moved into his property and rented mine out. And I ended up with um, drug dealers living in my property. It was just an absolute nightmare. And then trying to get them actually evicted was just a never ending process. So whenever me and my husband did separated, I had moved into a rented house and I was at the stage where, it was just so laborious and costly going through the courts and the damage that had been done to my property with the tenants. I just thought, you know what, maybe I just need to hand the keys back. And I can remember having the conversation with my dad um, about just handing the keys back in to the, you know, to the mortgage company and letting them deal with it and just taking the hit. And then it turned out that the, that the property that I was renting, the landlord had defaulted on that and it was being repossessed by the bank. And so I was in this quandary of going to be potentially homeless and then handing the keys back to the property that I did own. And all of a sudden it just all fell into place. Like the, I just got a message and the tenants were like, oh, we're, we're moving out. Like after two years of going through the courts and they were just like, I'm moving out. And that was just whenever I needed somewhere to live. So amazing. It all just, yeah. So there's, so it was really like significant things just all in a really short space of time, just all were falling into place. So, but it was just all to catch my attention, really. So you, okay. So you see, that was, you see that as a synchronicity. You weren't like trying to manifest that everything would be okay. Or... No, no, no. It was just whenever things just happened at exactly the right time. And there was just so many like different coincidences that I just thought these aren't just coincidences like this is just weird I, I just like this is something funny is going on <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't really ignore it yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly that that's that's the thing I think you know if you like there are things like coincidences that happen that you think oh that's that's like cute that, that I've just been talking about that and this happened or um but whenever there's so many of them like it was literally there was just so many different things happening that I couldn't ignore it it was really really noticeable and it was it was really just to catch my attention I think and probably to protect me a little bit as well yeah, yeah. Mm. do you do you ever if you like need guidance yourself because you can't make a decision or you just don't know what to do about something would you ask spirits to give you a sign? Yeah, I asked them directly. So because I um, obviously have my clairvoyance and stuff, I'm able to just have like the conversation, which makes life a lot easier. But before I got to the level of being able to communicate with my guides so well, um, I would have asked for a sign. And I might have asked for, I don't know, to see a butterfly three times in the next week or to see a rainbow three times and then the next week I always would have given a number of sort of occurrences okay. and a time scale yeah yeah we do that don't we yeah yeah <laughs> and then sometimes it's not always let's like, say if you example ask for a butterfly 
it's not always yeah. necessarily a physical one is it, it could be yes physical. I was just gonna say yeah it's not always a physical one it can be like uh somebody had uh my friend had posted like a photograph on Instagram of a butterfly and then there was um something else and something so yeah it's not always like how you expect to get it mm-hmm. um I think I had asked once I can't even remember what, what it was I had asked for it was something really obscure and it came up on a Facebook post as an emoji in a group I was like oh my god that's amazing and I actually went into that group to find it and that post didn't exist so it, oh, it was just like a something had just been put there for me and I just sort of thought oh, yeah that's lovely like I had um there was a song I was listening to a Spotify playlist one day and a song came on and this was a like it was a sort of off the beaten track type of playlist it wasn't like popular music and Brian Adams and um, please forgive me came on I was like oh that's really weird that you know that song is in this playlist and it immediately reminded me of somebody and I thought oh well it's just really weird and I just completely palmed it off and I had added the Brian Adams song to my own personal playlist because I thought oh I hadn't heard it for ages and it was like a really nice song and went into my own playlist to play it and it wasn't there so I went back to the other playlist added in again and it wasn't there I just like things like that and I'm just like oh this is this is fishy there's something going on (laughs) (laughs) I think yeah we should probably take more notice of these things in our uh, everyday life shouldn't we yeah Yeah. if something like that happens I think I don't understand the meaning and then I just forget about it you're questioning it too much aren't you yeah what what does that mean yeah and I think in, in that instance like I it obviously triggered this memory of this person for me but I just completely brushed that away and it wasn't only it was like a couple of weeks later that something else happened and I realized oh my gosh that was that was like spirit trying to like hello hello and I just completely brushed it away so it's often I think whenever we get those little thoughts that pop into our heads but we dismiss them yeah that's when we shouldn't dismiss them yeah. that's what, when they do mean something <laughs> I suppose yeah you can always write it down and then weeks later you can go back to it and then realize yeah it meant, yeah. yeah but like I still do it now I think like the the voice of spirit can sometimes be like so subtle um that it is often just our own thoughts and like the thought pops into our head and we do just like because even even now like I would just sometimes brush things off Mm. and then it would become apparent after that that was like spirit I had done like a an exercise whenever I first really started to connect with my own spirit guide like really really well um we did this exercise well I didn't know it was an exercise at the time but I was driving along and I suddenly lifted my head and looked at the car on the opposite side of the road and it had 222 Mm. on the license plate and I just thought that that was my own thought process that was me deciding to lift my head and my guide said that was me yeah so that was how subtle it was and I just hadn't realized and it made me question really like even the amount of free will that we have and yeah yes, I, I could have chosen not to lift my head but I thought it was me doing it yeah. if that makes sense I didn't yeah. think that the thought had been put there from like from another source so I think there's a lot of things that we sometimes do that we we don't really have free will over yeah, yeah. we're meant to be on a path and they're going to push us yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. exactly it's for our own good and uh yeah 
best of intentions. Indeed. <laughs> when, when Indeed. You, when you hear the when you hear the voices, it always sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, does it just sound like your own voice? It kind of sounds like your own thoughts most of the time, but it's a slightly more um, it's like a slightly different tone. But whenever like I connect to my grandma, for example, I hear her in her voice and the oh, accent sorry. that she had whenever she was alive. And I did, um, I remember doing a reading for, because um, sometimes the sometimes the voice can sound quite audible and almost like it's coming from outside of your body okay. and from outside of your head. And I'd done a reading, it was somebody on Facebook actually, and I'd just read a photograph and the person kept saying mom, but it was in an American accent. And they kept saying mom, mom. Um, and I, I didn't actually pass it over to the person because it sounded different to how I usually hear spirits. And I just sort of thought, I'm not, I'm not really sure that I'm actually hearing that. But then I seen um, in the comments, somebody else had mentioned the same thing. So it sort of reaffirmed to me that I wasn't hearing it, but it was just a different way that they'd come through to me for some reason. Um, and I think that that will possibly change throughout my life as well. Yeah, you might yeah. hear that yeah. they actually sounded. Yeah, yeah. Right. but the, what, what I tend to find is, and I struggled with this a lot whenever I first started working with my clear audience, but um, whenever it's spirit, it just comes in and out so quick. Like before you've even formed, whenever I'm having conversations with spirit, I, I do it in my head. So I ask them the questions in my head. I don't ask them verbally. Yeah, and sometimes before I've even formed the question or the thought, they've answered, so it comes so quick, and yeah. that's how you know when it's spirit. It's like that first thought that you get. You know, you could be just sitting talking about something, and all of a sudden it'll just a word or a phrase will come out of nowhere, and that's when you know how to distinguish it. So I think there's a lot of people have clear audience but aren't aware of it because they have assumed that it's their own thought. And until you maybe make the decision to like proactively develop it or spirit make the decision that you're going to proactively develop it, I don't think you'll be able to always tell the difference. That's really interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so how do your abilities work then? Can you literally switch them on and off or is it a case of mm. it's always there it's always just there no it's kind of just always there yeah um I do have days where I am feeling like more connected than others like if I am really tired or if I have been particularly emotional um then I'll struggle to connect also if the energy maybe isn't quite right in a place or with a group of people or with a person it won't maybe flow as easy um but if I'm in like a high vibrational kind of space with a high vibrational person it has a tendency to just flow super quick so do you ever find people that you just can't read then I've never had somebody that I couldn't read um I well you know what I tell a lie I was actually um doing some work on a psychic tarot line and I did have a lady where I just for whatever reason I just didn't connect to her and I had sort of pulled the cards and I was just left with a bit of a blank and there was just nothing um and I had to say to her like I'm really sorry but I I just I haven't connected to you um but in most cases I do get some information for people um and sometimes I'll get more information than what I 
some I'll sometimes get more information for person A than I do for person B just based yeah. on the flow of the energy that's coming through yeah so yeah obviously you've really embraced it haven't you and you that you know, yeah is there downsides you're not like if you met someone and straight away spirit are there and telling you stuff about them is it not like does it not get frustrate you ever uh, no and actually I quite like that <laughs> I like that bit about it and like they're not always there like they'll um they're like they're always there but they'll not always give the information over but yeah. I think they can probably tell whenever I'm starting to get maybe curious about a person or something or they maybe want to start passing information across to a person then they'll start giving me bits and pieces through so no it doesn't it doesn't bother me um I actually I really like having it as a gift I think because obviously I'm, I'm separated so I'm single mm-hmm. um and I think the difficulties that it poses is your friendship circle suddenly becomes a lot smaller and I think it makes it difficult to date as well yeah. um because like mediumship it's such a big part of my life and I don't want to hide it and I don't see why I should hide it but people a lot of people would still think that it's a bit weird um and they don't want to maybe engage in conversation about it or like I had a guy that said oh no it's just not for me it's a bit too 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 weird for me I was like that's fine that's fair enough but if I couldn't imagine being close friends with a person for example that didn't believe because I would sort of feel well you're not believing in me then and I think the same for a partner I couldn't imagine dating someone that wasn't a believer because I would just feel well you're doubting me like this is such a big part of of who I am and I don't know if that's right or not but that's definitely how I feel so I think that it limits a lot of like your options when it comes to that sort of thing but probably means that when you do meet someone it's going to be the right person yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah. it'll be I hope so <laughs> I would hope so then we'll guide the right person into my path at the right time yeah <laughs> um do you have any um advice for our listeners if they want to develop their um clairvoyancy or any kind of spiritual gift yeah I would just say practice like practice practice and use aids as well like cards if you're into cards you think you might be into cards or crystals or runes or the pendulum like start off working with that because that will help build you up a bit of confidence and like I joined a development group at my local spiritualist church but there's loads of groups even on Facebook and things like that that you can join to develop and give practice readings and people will have to give you feedback so if you find little groups like that and just get practicing try and do a little bit of practice every day if you can like that's the only way that you're going to build up your confidence is by practicing um I used to do a thing in a group where um, somebody would post, like this lady, she'd painted, she used to paint all the time, and she would post a photograph of the back of the painting, so you couldn't actually see the front of it, and she would give people 24 hours to describe what the painting was about, so things like that really like help develop your psychic senses, and then you'll start to develop and figure out like what your niche is yeah so creating that good social network as yeah well, that's gonna help and it's, yeah and it's really good to like well it's the same with anything where the more you practice it the better you'll become 
So and this, the more you practice it, the better you'll become, but also the stronger it'll become and the easier it'll, like the easier it'll flow. Is that a word? Is that a sentence? Anyway, it'll flow more easy. Yeah. <laughs> it'll flow more easily. <laughs> we get you. <laughs> I know you've said, this is a random one, sorry. I know you've said, um, like if you're having a bit of a down day or something, it could affect you being able to be connected. But yeah. This is weird, sorry, but do you drink alcohol? No, okay, not so. anymore. I used to, but I don't anymore. I was going to say, if you had a hangover, would it affect you being able to be connected? But I would imagine so, because yeah. I think like alcohol, things, if you think like to, to connect with spirit and like you need to be in like a higher vibration because the, the word medium means that um you're kind of meeting them in the middle so spirit lower their vibration and you raise your vibration like that. Yeah, it yeah. yeah so so yeah whenever you obviously have alcohol and like even marijuana things like that they all lower your vibration and some things in your diet too like if you're like a big meat eater like things like that might lower your vibration as well. So yeah, I, I don't drink. I try to, I don't always do it. I'm thinking of having a dessert actually later, but um, I do try to be like careful and drink plenty of water. Like drinking lots of water actually really helps me connect as well. But I think um, spirit use the water as like a conductor and yeah. they, they could use that to, to communicate more easy. So oh, like whenever I'm drinking a lot of water, it helps. Oh my God. Um, that's sorry. That's just completely rang. This is the first time this has made any sense to me. So I am, I'm an insomniac and I record my sleep. Um, for some unknown reason, I record my sleep. Uh, usually records me snoring which isn't very exciting and then <laughs> one night I caught um a voice and there's there was nobody at home with me um uh-huh would have actually been about four o'clock in she, the you don't understand how happy she is at this moment <laughs> this is day. insane <laughs> so this voice came through on my on my app that records my snoring and said um get some water and it meant oh. I was just literally like, what does that even mean? Like, do they need a glass of water? Are they you literally thirsty? Rang a, you rang a clairvoyant, didn't I you? I rang a clairvoyant. I rang Lucy. I rang my brother to try and clear <laughs> up the audio. <laughs> I just, and now it just makes sense. And where did the where did the voice come from? I'm just wondering, are you like, did that come through you? Was it like a trance medium? Like, Ooh, well, it sleep? didn't sound like me no, at different all. Voice. Very different voice. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks she recorded a ghost. Didn't yeah, she? I think I recorded a spirit. That's that was yeah. my initial reaction was that it was yeah. a spirit trying to tell me something. Yeah, I kept thinking, what on earth does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Ah that's that's really really good really good yeah like um it's just that the reason that I mentioned about trans mediums is um I know somebody who had like they used to experience like sleep paralysis um and thought that it was just like this scientific but put it down to something scientific and then they realized that and they were trans medium and it was whenever they were sort of starting to drift off they were in like that relaxed state that it was spirit coming through them and whenever they talk through them they use their voice box but it's a completely different voice that comes out of them oh, so that's why I was just wow. wondering if you being in like sleep state and being so relaxed has that come out of you or could it yeah it could have been me you see the problem with mm-hmm. um, 
having insomnia is that I take um, tablets at nighttime um, mm -hmm. to, to make me sleep and therefore mm -hmm. never remember virtually anything and of course got really freaked out by that voice and then mm -hmm. recording things <laughs> so I might have to start again and see what other messages I might yeah have. definitely oh that's so cool <laughs> yeah, <nice old> moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last. that's weird as well because with um Reiki that's all to do with energy yeah that that mm -hmm. they say that when someone's had a healing what's it attune attunement something like that yeah um yeah then it's like they go through a spiritual cleanse and they they should drink loads mm -hmm. of water and mm -hmm. they said to try and avoid meat and eat healthy and stuff yeah so it's obviously what, it's, have, what have i been saying i long all the food and the crap in the food that there yeah, is and the additives and sugars obviously and, yeah just from being connected like my my guide will actually tell me what I can and can't eat. So after I had I had a mastectomy um in March, and he, to aid with my healing, he was actually telling me what I could and couldn't eat, wow. and telling me things like um, I couldn't salt my food. He said salt slows the healing process down. Um, I they've taken me off dairy, and I had went the other week and bought some soy yogurt. And he said, you know what, if you're going to eat that, you may as well just eat dairy because he said dairy is better for you than what you're putting in your body from that tub, like yeah, with the additives and things really like that. So, um, so it's, I don't always listen to them. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really good to be able to get that insight um, in terms of like what, like what I should and shouldn't be eating. Um, but they advocate like no meat. And I, I've always been a meat eater. Um, it's only been this past four months I would say where I've really come away from eating meat so I've still been having a little bit of chicken um but I'll have some fish but apart from that I'll eat yeah. a vegetarian diet with with no dairy and it. sorry just where we are right now is the sound of running water but it's impossible ah. like really it's impossible loud. maybe that's your message again reaffirming that uh, you need warm water <laughs> well, I drink three liters a day now. <laughs> what did you do before? Um, I probably had slipped off it because I'm um I'm a fitness coach as well. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm obviously quite interested in making sure I provide my body with what it needs. But I ha I like anyone have my ups and my downs of concentrating on one thing and then another. So I hadn't been drinking that much water at the time. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is water is a very big thing yeah. right now <laughs> yeah let us help you continue getting your shit together subscribe to the podcast to catch every episode and look out for our mini-sodes where we discuss the ridiculous things we've done over the years on our own quest for happiness follow us on instagram at find your happy official catch us on tiktok at find your happy official and we have a facebook page called find your happy official until next time Stay happy.